There has to be some common sense. Yes, sir. They have the car stopped in Ranch, Michael We still don't know who pulled the trigger. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Police Off the Cuff Real Crime Stories. I'm your host, Bill Cannon. I'm a retired NYPD sergeant with 27 years of service. You know, I wanted to cover this story today. It's an important story because we're hearing being sort of removed from the border, uh, being that we're in New York. There are some areas of our of the, the state that, however, on the border, the Canadian border, but that doesn't get as much play as the southern border. And we're seeing a story here that is a really, really tragic story. And it started out with, I believe it was 41 uh, migrants dead in the back of a tractor trailer. And now it's ballooned up to 51 and it could uh, get even further and the toll could become higher. Uh, According to the New York Times, 51 migrants are dead after an overheated truck is abandoned in Texas. The discovery in San Antonio led to the arrest of three people and several survivors remained in dire condition. It comes as authorities are struggling with a border surge. Smugglers are increasing using trucks to transport migrants. When they overheat, they're nothing but a death trap. Uh, Here in San Antonio, the tractor trailer sat on a warm out asphalt off Quintana Road, a debris-strewn urban hinterland between train tracks and salvage yards. Its rear doors hung loose and open, and for a distance along the baking pavement, several bodies lay dead in the roadway. At first, the truck drew little notice against the backdrop of a Monday afternoon in industrial San Antonio. That was the idea. It was meant to be one leg in a sprawling and mostly hidden smuggling network of cars and trucks, guides, and stash houses used to convey thousands upon thousands of people illegally into the United States. The use of large trucks to pack together and conceal migrants has been on the rise. Current and former officials said a means of maximizing profits for criminal networks and a sign of the increasing desperation of those seeking to enter the country by any means possible. Along Quintana Road, something had gone wrong. The truck, which had Texas plates, was not moving, and the driver had fled on foot. Soon... A nearby worker approached, drawn by a cry for help, and discovered the ghastly cargo. At least 62 people smuggled from Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras, most of them already dead from the heat. At least 51 would be declared dead by Tuesday in what officials said was among the worst episodes of migrant death in the United States in in recent years. I have been warning for a year that a tragedy was going to occur because of the increase in truck smuggling said Tom Holman, a former acting director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement during the Trump administration. In California, Arizona, Texas, they have been seeing a lot of tractor trailers. He said they can pick up eight in a van, 12 in a pickup truck, or get at least 80 in a tractor trailer. The largest share of fatalities in San Antonio were migrants believed to be from Mexico, according to the country's foreign minister, Marcelo Ebrard who said 22 Mexicans had died along with at least seven Guatemalans and two Hondurans. Others had yet to be identified. We mourned for those 51 immigrants who came to us to breathe that fresh air, but instead found death 
in the state of Texas, said Nelson Wolf, the top executive in Bexar County, which includes San Antonio. He faulted state leadership for spending billions on National Guard troops and other security measures instead of using the money to provide food and shelter to immigrants and arrest smugglers. You know, folks, it would seem to me that the money would be better spent to prevent the smuggling period, to stop the smuggling. Instead, it seems that they're allowing the smuggling and these, uh, these disasters that are occurring are happening all the time. Because obviously, the cartels do not care about the lives of the people they're smuggling. I can imagine what the victims are paying to be smuggled into this country. Just totally disastrous. And I'm sure it's happening all the time now. It's the uh, rule rather than the exception. Let's watch a little bit of this uh, on News Nation from, uh, I believe it was last night. New developments this morning in the deaths of 51 migrants in San Antonio inside of a truck. Three men are arrested for their alleged roles in the nation's deadliest human trafficking incident. Tears shed at a vigil in San Antonio Tuesday. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is pointing to this tragedy as another example of the Biden administration's failure to act on the border crisis. He is holding a news conference at the border later today. Border correspondent Robert Sherman has more from McAllen, Texas. Robert. Good morning, Mitch, and three different people are in custody this morning relating to that incident in San Antonio. One, a U.S. citizen who has been described as the driver of that truck. Uh, he was hospitalized as of last night, still has yet to be charged. Two other people, though, uh, were traced back to a residence in San Antonio using the license plate of that trailer. They were found leaving that residence by law enforcement, and law enforcement found while they were entering their vehicles that they had weapons inside of the car. It was also found to be that both of those people were illegal immigrants. That is a federal federal crime punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Though at this point, that is the only connection we know of between those two people and that trailer found with 51 dead migrants inside of it. With all of those lives lost, law enforcement described the scene as quite literally a stack of dead bodies. And we know that now there is a process of identifying all those victims. And we know officials from Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador heavily involved as families desperately want to know more about the state of their loved ones. And while this is unusual, the number of lives lost in one single human smuggling in Incident. Unfortunately, the number of migrant deaths continues to rise year after year. The National Border Patrol Council saying that they've seen over 500 migrants die trying to make it into the United States this year. Over Roughly 15,000 had to be rescued as well. We've heard from one migrant making the journey to the U.S. who says hearing about these events in San Antonio made him consider turning around. Listen to this. It's so wrong. Just imagine, smugglers get so much money out of them, so they end up like that. The truth is that when I heard that, I wanted to go back to stop my journey. I already asked for help here to get papers, but they told me I need to go to Monterey to get them. And back here at home, San Antonio, the San Antonio community and the U.S. has been mourning those lives, lost several memorials taking place. Uh, you mentioned that Governor Greg Abbott is going to be holding a press briefing today. This has brought the issue of the border back into the national conversation about how best to handle this issue. And one other point to mention, we are waiting on a ruling from the Supreme Court on the Remain in Mexico policy. 
both conservatives and liberals believe that that could be pivotal in determining exactly how the U.S.-Mexico border is managed for the foreseeable future. Mitch. All right, Robert Sherman. You know, how could this border issue ever go away? It's never been solved. It's never been addressed. I know when Trump was president, he was building the border wall that wasn't popular with uh, many people, was popular with some. The border patrol was uh, more proactive. They were returning people back to Mexico. That seemed to be working for a while. Uh, there seems to be, of course, a lot of politics involved here. And it's, it's just the border is still a disaster. I mean, think of the humanitarian issues of 51 people from three or four different countries dying in the back of a tractor trailer. Like these folks waiting here. Potentially one or more of the people in the back of that tractor trailer could be relatives of theirs. Horrendous, horrendous incident. Uh, even though, you know, you, you might say, oh, they don't belong uh, sneaking into this country anyway. You also have to look at the other point of view is that they're looking for a better life for themselves and their family. And if they're able to come into this country uh, through illegal, legal or illegal means, they're going to do it. And let's face it, they're going to try to uh, get a better life for their family. And as a result of, of this stuff, disasters like this will keep occurring. Incidents involving trafficked migrants in history. Tonight, the death toll has risen to 51, and authorities are looking for answers after migrants were found abandoned inside a tractor trailer in the scorching summer heat. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in San Antonio. I believe we're going to need more medics. I, so far, I have about... One, two, three, probably about six or seven more patients that I can see. A horrifying scene for first responders. Okay. I believe we could use about two or three more bodies inside the truck for backboards. An abandoned 18-wheeler filled with migrants in San Antonio's triple-digit heat. Very sad to report that we, um, the medical examiner's office has 51 bodies, 12 women, Initially, 16 survived and were taken to area hospitals. Five later died, including children. The patients that we saw were hot to the touch. They were suffering uh, from heat stroke, heat exhaustion, uh, no signs of water in the vehicle. The chaotic scene is a familiar one on the U.S.-Mexico border. Human traffickers are known to use trucks and trailers to smuggle people into South Texas. Over the years, officials have discovered stash houses filled with migrants waiting to board trailers to their destination. The journey is dangerous and oftentimes deadly. Two people are now facing weapons charges as Mayor Ron Nuremberg is demanding a full investigation. These were inhumane conditions and we want the people who are uh, responsible for that to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. It's worth noting that the trailer that was found behind me was just off of Interstate 35, which goes all the way to Minnesota. Interstate 10 also cuts through San Antonio, and that goes from California to Florida. Both are popular routes with smugglers. Nora? Omar Villafranca there in San Antonio. Thank you. So, folks, you see that this is a, uh, a popular uh, smuggling route. When you think about it, the folk, the bodies were warm to the touch. That means there was no air conditioning in that truck. Never mind no air conditioning, they weren't supplied with food or water. So you can just see what a disaster 
a total, total unmitigated disaster that is. And it shows that the, the, the people that are bringing them to this country, they're doing it solely just for profit. They don't care. It's criminal what they're doing to these people. And now think about the investigation. You have 51 bodies from four or five different countries. How do you relocate these people with their families? Think of the investigative process of that, how difficult that would be. And just the amount of time that Border Patrol and, yes, Sandra H., I know it's not the first time. This is an ongoing problem, and I think it's a failed border policy. I don't want to make this all about politics, but the policy, the failed border policy has been a failed policy for probably 20 or 30 years now. It's not just going back um, one administration. It's been a failed policy for years and years and years, and it's a disgrace. It's not, it's not something we should be proud of as Americans. And um, our elected officials, frankly, should do a better job because they don't do a very good job at this. Biden called the deaths of 51 migrants in the back of a tractor trailer in San Antonio horrifying and heartbreaking. Governor Abbott blamed the president's border policy for those deaths. The medical examiner has identified 34 of the victims, some of them teenagers believed to be younger than 18. Fox News' Lori Brown joins us now with the story. Lori. Heather, the investigation into the migrant smuggling operation is now in federal hands. It is still unclear why the driver of the big rig abandoned the truck on the side of the road and how long it was sitting there for. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says ICE is conducting the investigation about what led up to the deaths of the migrants with the support of San Antonio Police and U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Mayorkas said in a tweet, human smugglers are callous individuals who have no regard for the vulnerable people they exploit and endanger in order to make a profit. While little new information was released Tuesday about the investigation, Monday night, San Antonio Police said they had three people in custody. A city employee working nearby made the horrific discovery after hearing a cry for help from inside the big rig. We're not supposed to open up a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. Um, none of us come to work imagining that. 16 people, four of them children, were found barely alive. They were suffering uh, from heat stroke, heat exhaustion, uh, no signs of water in the vehicle. It was a refrigerated tractor trailer but there was no uh, visible working AC unit on that rig. Tuesday, President Biden said in a statement, initial reports are that this tragedy was caused by smugglers or human traffickers who have no regard for the lives they endanger and exploit to make a profit. This incident underscores the need to go after the multi-billion dollar criminal smuggling industry, preying on migrants and leading to far too many innocent deaths. Governor Abbott directly blamed the president. These deaths are on Biden. They are the result of his deadly open border policies. They show the deadly consequences of his refusal to enforce the law. That drew harsh criticism from a Bear County commissioner in a press briefing where the death toll was updated. The governor of the great state of Texas has once again politicized this horrific tragedy by taking to Twitter and placing the blame on others for his failures. It is still not clear whether or how the truck was inspected and investigators have not said exactly where it crossed. Congressman Henry Cuellar, who represents Laredo, said the truck came through the Laredo checkpoint. He said in a tweet, we must bring an end to these senseless deaths and hold those responsible accountable. Let us pray for the families of the deceased. May they rest in peace.
U.S. Customs and Border Patrol has not published a death tally for this year, but uh, the agency has performed over 14,000 search and rescue missions, which is already more than the 13,000 performed for all of last year. President Biden. You know, folks, very difficult in these situations to not get political. What is the solution to this? Isn't the solution, the solution political? Isn't a policy going to change what occurs here and help with the failed border policy? So whether Republicans are in charge or Democrats are in charge, this is a failure of policy. And that's what needs to be changed is, is the policy because uh, it's, you know, it's, it's like, what's the, um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's what they're doing on the border, you know. Uh, hard to handle. When an American was discovered, they had all the land and the resources that were not in the world economy. My people were here over 16,000 years. Now it's all gone. There's no more American dream. Hard to handle. I guess you were an American Indian. I didn't read that earlier on. Uh, A.B., I think we're being shown or just touching on the reality of the horrificness of human trafficking, if it's possible which then leads to the giant child trafficking reality uh, disclosure, in my opinion. You know something? I'm just trying to shine a light on this. And yeah, uh, human trafficking is another horrendous problem to do with these cartels and these human traffickers. And with that comes the horrendously uh, illegal and uh, horrible drug trade, you know, the fentanyl and all the drugs that just come pouring across the border I just saw a little blurb in the news that two Ohio State students just died of a fentanyl overdose. You don't think that could happen in our day and age, but guess what? It's happening over and over again. And the, the, the fentanyl and the drug importing, and that's all part of this, this major problem with trafficking, human trafficking, drug smuggling, human smuggling. And I just wanted to touch upon it. And again, it's a failed policy. I'm going to pull that off the screen that the sound wasn't uh, wasn't loud enough. So, folks, what are your opinions on this? Um, we don't cover much of this on uh, Police Off the Cuff. Uh, you know, the human smuggling and the um, human trafficking and the illegal immigration is pretty much going on on the southern border. And I think it affects everyone, though. Uh, Kay Cooper, exactly, Bill. I'm going to put you up on the screen. It's not fair to us in America. We're dying constantly because of fentanyl, and illegals are constantly dying because of smuggling and horrific conditions while illegally crossing. It's all interrelated. It's definitely all interrelated. Joan Guerrero, but the borders are allegedly secure and closed. No, that's, that's for sure they are not secure and they are not closed. Uh, Ed, Ed Nirim, it's all about the money, right? A, formal, uh, a farmer wouldn't leave his cows to die on the road. So why would a smuggler abandon his humans? Because they just want a quick score of money. They're not concerned with the human element of, of who they're smuggling. They're, they're, they're concerned with um, making a profit and getting away.
because I think there would, should be an investigation into yesterday's incident where at this point, I believe it's 51 people have died and find out and connect the dots and find out who's responsible for this, because it's just, it's horrific. It's horrific. You know, you see these pictures in my police career, I've gone to large um, death situations, specifically 9-11 and some other large death scenes. And it's a horrible thing. And no matter if the person's white, black, brown, yellow, green, it doesn't matter. They're human beings. And this should be taken more. And politicians should stop just regurgitating the same failed policies and actually do something about this. You know, do something about it. Uh, Shadow Cath, 46 people in airtight containers, lack of oxygen. It happened a lot in Europe as well. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, this is how they're transported. Absolutely horrific. Horrific. Folks, if um, you're not subscribed to Police Off the Cuff Real Crime Stories, please go on our YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. It's free. Give us a thumbs up. Ring that bell. If you want to uh, contribute to us, we have a Patreon with three different levels. And if you want to join our channel, you can see the folks in the green font. We have five, count them, five different levels in our YouTube channel memberships. Um, so this is a huge problem. We would have thought that by this point, uh, it would be solved. You know, the truck did not have a functioning cooling system, officials said. Uh, leaving those secreted inside, sweltering as outside temperatures soared above 100 degrees on Monday. No water was found inside the truck, officials said. The dead included 39 men and 12 women, according to a spokesman for Bexert County. At least 11 survivors are still being treated in area hospitals for heat stroke and some are in critical condition. The vehicle appeared to have been made to look like a truck with a legitimate purpose. With a copy of a company's insignia put on the door, the chief said. This is all according to the New York Times, what I'm reading here. Law enforcement officials said doing so was a common tactic. Cloned vehicles in this area are nothing unusual, said Sheriff Eusebio Salinas of Zavala County which is between the border and San Antonio. They clone utility trucks, cable trucks. We've had FedEx and UPS drivers say they're stealing the magnetic stickers. Cities like San Antonio, Houston, Phoenix, and Los Angeles have long been major distribution points for migrants brought by smuggling networks into the country through gateway cities such as Laredo. The network's has become a familiar to US border officials. Smugglers will bring small groups of around five to 10 people across the border, officials say, and connect them with other members of the network on the U.S. side who pick them and drive them in private cars to a staging area, commonly referred to as a stash house. The houses might be on a ranch in an isolated area or abandoned homes in border communities. Once there is a large group, sometimes about 80 or more, they are loaded onto a rig and transported the large cities. And of course, that is a recipe for disaster. Uh, uh, Joan Guerrero, yes, they, they uh, rigged up a, a trailer to make it look like it was refrigerated, to make it look like the people in the back were getting air. But no. Uh, Kay Cooper, exactly Peter Pandrell, Harlem Raiders under Trump. He had the lowest illegal crossings in 40 years. It's been done, but people don't care.
Hard to handle. Too many different backgrounds. It needs to stop. We need to have a sense of country, and this immigration doesn't help. We're all filled up. Well, you know what? This is the policy, and it's a bad policy. You know, um, uh, Molly J, it should be easy to track. Molly J, you would think so. However, the Border Patrol have not been given the tools to track these people and have not been given the tools or the money or the personnel to enforce the laws. So what does that tell you? It tells you that they do not want to enforce the laws, that the laws as we see right now is what they want done on the scene. They don't want new laws. They don't want enforcement of the laws. They just want what's going on right now to keep going on. And it's, if that's what they want, they want migrant workers um, to die in, in uh, sneaking into the country. It, it's, this is a disaster, you know? And is that what we want from our elected officials? Uh, it's it's just it's it's a it's a total total disaster. But it seems that that is what they do want because they they don't fix it, they do not fix it. Let's take another look at this from a news station. Here we go. Night across Latin America, heartbreak and anger. Porque estos hechos lamentables que desde luego tienen que ver con la situación de pobreza, de desesperación de hermanos centroamericanos, de mexicanos. Officials in Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras hoping to give back some dignity to the men and women who died slowly in a hot truck. The tragedy in San Antonio now appears to be the deadliest human smuggling case in U.S. history. Creemos, estamos convencidos de que nuestros migrantes merecen respeto, pero especialmente justicia. But tragically, we've seen this before. The journey is dangerous long before migrants ever reach U.S. soil, as tighter immigration policies push people to extremes to avoid being caught. In December, 55 Central Americans were killed in the Mexican state of Chiapas when the truck they were crammed into flipped over. And yesterday's gruesome San Antonio discovery closely mirrors an incident in the city in 2017. Ten migrants died during grueling summer heat while packed into a truck carrying 39 people. The driver, James Matthew Bradley, was sentenced to life in federal prison without parole. Two years before, a dramatic rescue as sheriff's deputies rescued migrants gasping for air from a truck in Frio County, Texas. 39 migrants, including a 13-year-old boy, were saved from 100-degree heat. The asylum system in the United States is broken. Guadalupe Correa Cabrera is a professor at George Mason University. Would you say that as a result, as you put it, of this broken system, that it's forcing so many undocumented migrants to take these dangerous alternatives to try and get into the country? But the core issue in the United States is to solve and to fix this immigration and asylum system that is broken. So far this year, authorities have encountered more than a million migrants along the southwest border. At least 650 died last year trying to cross Mexico's border into the U.S. The Rio Grande has proven a deadly trap for many, while heat, exhaustion, and exploitation await others crossing thousands of miles of seemingly endless desert. Those that make it are still far from salvation. 
as unimaginable as this tragedy is, do you fear that until there's real change, we'll see more repeat of incidents like what we just saw in San Antonio? Absolutely. This is what we were expecting. And we don't know how many of these incidents have not been covered by the media because migrants are invisible. Dreams of a better life too often ending in tragedy. All right. George joins us now from Los Angeles live tonight. And George, as you mentioned, this is not the first time We've seen a tragedy like this, but what are advocates saying about the root cause causes that pushes so many people to jump into a tractor trailer like that and try to head to the U.S.? Yeah, Tom, here where I'm standing in Los Angeles, 20 countries recently signed to an agreement earlier this month to help address the flow of people across the Americas. Advocates say it's a good start, but more countries need to be involved, especially those that are large drivers of migration like Venezuela and Nicaragua. Now, here at home, advocates say both political parties also need to work together to reform asylum. Adding this latest tragedy underscores the heavy costs many pay while these discussions continue. Folks, is that not disgusting? When you watch those 30-something migrants stuck into a van with no heat and no air, it's disgraceful. I'm not proud of my country for dealing with immigration like that. I think it's disgusting, but it's not just the fault of the United States. It's the fault. There's many, 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 you know, we always talk about fault, point fingers at people. We always like to do that. But the policy is horrendous. The policy is leading to this, is leading to people getting into trucks and, and sneaking into this country. It's just, it's not okay. You know, it's not an okay thing. Uh, it's something that, that we're seeing and we're going to keep seeing it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep going on and on and on until something's about, something changes. And the policy needs to change, but it doesn't say, I, I watched that guy, Mayorkas, who's the Homeland Security czar, and he's not a very, uh, I don't know, he's not a very believable guy. He seems like he, he, he tells a lot of fibs. It's the deadliest way. human smuggling operation in U.S. history. The death toll growing, and it is staggering tonight. At least 51 people now dead in San Antonio. Tonight, what we're learning here about what was discovered inside that truck, a worker making the gruesome discovery the horrific scene on a remote Texas road, a tractor trailer packed with dozens of migrants, most of them dying in triple digit heat. And first responders saying the survivors were close to death themselves. ABC's chief national correspondent, Matt Gupman in San Antonio tonight. Tonight, first responders describing a tractor trailer filled with death. The floor of the trailer was covered with dead bodies. That tractor-trailer carrying migrants abandoned on this rural road in southwest San Antonio Monday evening. The driver had fled. It was a horrific scene, um, something I'll never forget. Some of the victims had made it out of the truck only to collapse on the road. First responders checking the bodies one by one. We put a monitor on every single one of those people to make sure that there were no signs of life. And just to be 100 percent Just to be 100 percent sure. Tonight, there are 13 survivors. How close to death were these living patients? Very close. They were extremely uh, critical. Now facing organ failure from severe heat stroke and exhaustion. Temperatures as high as 103 degrees in San Antonio Monday. The city on track to have its warmest June on record. Those people suffered. The, the heat was torrential. Uh, there was no air in that vehicle. There was no water. The AC was not running. A federal official telling ABC News this is the deadliest case of human smuggling in U.S. history. Today, we mourn for those 51 immigrants. 
Tonight, police telling ABC the truck's driver and two others are in custody. Homeland Security now leading the investigation as authorities work to identify the victims. And among the dead, men and women from Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. David, I just spoke with lead investigator in the case who says that with this unprecedented wave of migration across the southwest border, smugglers are packing more and more people into those vehicles, and that journey north is becoming increasingly deadly. David. Matt Gupman in San Antonio. Just an awful scene, Matt. Thank you. You know, folks, uh, having been on scenes like this, large-scale death scenes, I, I know how horrific it is, and it's something like that you never forget. And there's a lot of police in the chat, Lieutenant Pete, uh, some other folks that are in the chat, former members of the service. And it's something that stays with you for the rest of your life. And it, it it's, uh, when I say it doesn't make me proud of my country, um, it doesn't make me proud because it's, it's really, really a disgraceful situation. And it's policy. They can't change this policy. To, to, so that people don't sneak onto tractor trails with no heat and no air and no water and, and, and to sneak into another country, that policy can't be changed. I, I think it can be. And, you know, that's, it's disgraceful that it can't be. So the plight of migrants seeking refuge is always a humanitarian crisis. But tonight we are dealing with a horrific human tragedy. So I would urge you all to think compassionately and pray for the deceased, the ailing, the families. And we hope that those responsible for putting these people in such humane conditions are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Uh, so this is a federal investigation, um, but I'm going to turn it over to Chief McManus to talk a little bit about the city's initial response and you'll hear from Chief Hood as well. And then uh, Councilmember Rocha Garcia will provide some for our Spanish media. Thank you, Mayor. So I, I wanna emphasize that this is preliminary information and it could change. So the first call came in at about uh, 10 minutes to six this afternoon. Uh, fire, a, a worker uh, who is works in one of the buildings up here behind me, uh, heard a cry for help, came out to investigate, found a, a trailer with the doors partially open, uh, opened them up to take a look and found a number of. Folks, I'm not gonna get into the, uh, the entire investigation. Of course, we know what occurred. Uh, 51 migrant workers wound up on a tractor trailer that had no heat, no, excuse me, no cooling system, uh, no water, no food, and 51 people as a result have died. Uh, is this, when we connect the dots and do the investigation on this, are we gonna find out that this is undoubtedly connected to the cartels that are trying to make money off the backs of these poor folks that are trying to sneak into this country? And it's just, it's just a horrendous thing. And, um, you know, I wanted to cover this tonight because I feel that uh, it, it's a story that needs to be told. It's a very important story. And we're going to see this occurring time and time again. And uh, we need, as citizens of this country, to send a message to our elected officials that this, 
this is not okay. This policy is not okay. It seems like they just ignore the policy as people die and people enter this country illegally. And who knows who a lot of these people are. They've uh, defunded a lot of Homeland Security, uh, Border Patrol people. They've taken away a lot of the jobs. So they're not protecting this country. Um, I mean, folks, uh, I'm not hearing from a lot of people in the chat. Is this the way you feel or is this just me? I mean, I'm feeling that uh, that there's a lot of people that are just ignoring this. Uh, you know, and it's been going on for years and years and years. It, it, when you go uh, look into the failed immigration policy of this country, it goes back 30, 40 years. No one's fixed it. No one. And now it's as bad or worse than it's ever been, ever been, you know. Deb, Josh, I'm in timeout. I don't think you're in timeout. I, I see you on the screen. You're making comments. So, folks, I just wanted to bring up this story tonight. I think it's a very important story. I, I actually didn't uh, intend um, to go live tonight, but when I saw this story, I thought it was so important, and I decided to go live. And it's always fun to um, to see my uh, Joey Brooklyn is is on is on the air right now. Christine Michelle. Uh, Chidora, why is the failure of U.S. policy and the policies of the south of the border countries? It's the policies of both, but it, we could fix this. The United States could fix this um, if they chose to. Tony Lee, good to see you. Uh, Lichi721, heard the driver was high on meth. That's very possible. Uh, these folks should get arrested. They should follow the money and follow where this leads to. Folks, I just want to say uh, thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. And I want everyone to uh, stay safe, have a great night, and hopefully I'll see you guys tomorrow. God bless. One episode, just ain't enough.